Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. Let's see our Bibles turn to Numbers 33, the book of Numbers chapter 33, and we're quickly running out of numbers. We only go up to 36 and then we're done. Uh, and of course, we're going to uh, finish the book of Numbers in November, and then uh, the midweek service, the Wednesday nights of December, we're dedicating all of the services to uh, the incarnation, to Christmas, to walking our way up to the Christmas Eve service, even on Wednesday night. Uh, and so uh, there'll be a few different staff members that are, are speaking to us on Wednesday night, uh, staying in that theme, and so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but for tonight, I'm excited about Numbers and I think you'll see why I am once we get into it. But Numbers 33, uh, look at verse number 1. These are the journeys of the children of Israel. And so he's kind of looking back, uh, and he's documenting all the stops. These are the journeys of the children of Israel, which went forth out of the land of Egypt with their armies under the hand of Moses and Aaron. And Moses wrote their goings out according to their their journeys by the commandment of the Lord, and uh, these are their journeys. And so Moses wrote it by the commandment of the Lord, uh, the journeys, the journeys. Uh, and these are their journeys according to their goings out. Three times uh, journeys, we're going to follow that family. But uh, the first thing I want you to take note of is the father remembers where they've been. Uh, the father remembers where they've been. Uh, I mean uh, every single specific stop. Uh, every path along the way, uh, every stop is recorded, every stay is remembered. Uh, and of course, Moses wrote it at the commandment of the Lord, but uh, they don't miss a place. And so there's going to be about 40 different places that we walk through. Uh, and for uh, those that were on the team, Team Gamaliel, this last Sunday uh, and didn't appreciate my proper pronunciation of Gamaliel, uh, you're going to really love tonight, as I mispronounce probably 20 out of the 40, but let's get in. Okay, look at verse number 3. Uh, and they departed from Ramses in the first month of the 15th day of the first month on the morrow, after the Passover, the children of Israel went out with a high hand, a high hand, almost lifting their hands to the Lord as God brought them out. Uh, uh, more uh, today, it would be high fives on their, their way out of Egypt with a high hand in the sight of all the Egyptians. For the Egyptians buried all their firstborn, which the Lord had smitten among them. Uh, upon their gods also the Lord executed judgments. Uh, and the children of Israel moved, removed from, from Ramses uh, and pitched in Sukkoth. Uh, and they departed from Sukkoth and pitched in uh, Etham, uh, which is the edge of the wilderness. And they removed from Etham uh, and turned again to Pahiharoth. Uh, that's number one. Anyway, uh, which is before Baal Zephon, and they pitched before Migdal, and they departed from uh, Hiroth and passed through the midst of the sea. Now, uh, all the way to here, it's coming up to the Red Sea, coming up to the Red Sea, from Egypt to the Red Sea. Uh, and of course, we saw that a couple of years ago uh, as we were looking at Exodus, uh, getting us up to numbers. And so uh, they're at the Red Sea into the wilderness and went three days' journey into the wilderness of Etham and pitched in Mara, the bitter waters of Mara, if you remember that. And they removed from, uh, from Mara and came unto Elam. And in Elam were 12 fountains of water 
three score and ten palm trees, and they pitch there. Hopefully it's sparking some, some memories of what we've already covered in Exodus. And they removed from Elam and encamped by the Red Sea. And they removed from the Red Sea and encamped in the wilderness of Sin. And they took their journey out of the wilderness of Sin and encamped in uh, Dovka. And they departed from Dovka and encamped in, uh, in Alush. And they removed from Alush and encamped in and if you say, just pronounce it, Pastor, phonetically, it doesn't help. But anyway, uh, uh, and, and it camped in uh, Rephidim, and where was no water for the people to drink. And, and of course, we remember the times that God gave water from the rock. And they departed from Rephidim and pitched in the wilderness of Sinai. And so now we're getting into Leviticus, where uh, that first part was Exodus out of Egypt to the Red Sea, parting of the Red Sea. Uh, and then uh, every single stop, every single stay, uh, recording every stop, remembering uh, every single stay. And now, uh, through Leviticus, Mount Sinai, they stayed there for a while as God gave them uh, the law, the law. Uh, look at verse 16. And they removed from the, the desert of Sinai and pitched at Kibroth Hatavah. Uh, that's Numbers 11. We talked about that. That's where uh, they were always wanting something else, always wanting someone else, always wanting somewhere else. Uh, they wanted anything other than the manna that God gave them. Uh, and so we, we talked about that, uh, Kibroth Hatavah. And they departed from Kibroth Hatavah and encamped at Hazaroth, and departed from Hazaroth and pitched in, in, in Rithma, and they departed from Rithma and pitched in Rimon Perez, and they departed from Rimon Perez and pitched in. Now, the problem is you're, you're saying the names twice. They're coming to this town and then they're leaving this town. And when you hear me pronounce it differently the second time, you'll know it's wrong. And what at the time? Anyway, uh, and, and they removed from Libna and pitched in uh, Risa, and they journeyed from Risa and pitched in Kihalatha. Uh, again, every stop recorded, uh, every stay remembered. The Father remembers where they've been. The Father remembers where they've been. Shara and I started dating when I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. Uh, I remember um, when we went to her house at Christmas time, uh, and I think it was then that we were packing suitcases and your dad couldn't get all the suitcases in, so he just opened your suitcase and dumped all your underwear. Uh, anyway, uh, right there. Ooh, I, I, you know, uh, but uh, it, it was during that time, the first time I think that I visited uh, your parents' house um, that they have, anybody remember the slides that uh, they're, they're on a circular kind of a carousel? Uh, are they just called slides and then you push a button uh, are they just called slides? Does anybody out there want to help me at all? Anyway, and so you push a button, you see the next slide. Push a button, you see the next slide. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, and so uh, the dad was so proud of every single uh, slide uh, of, of the family of Char growing up. And there was uh, slides when they were at the zoo. There was uh, slides when they were at the dinosaur park. There was uh, slides when they converted a bus. They turned it into an RV. They went down to uh, Texas-Mexico border for, for a time, uh, literally selling it all, uh, going down there with burying precious seed to be a missionary. Uh, missionaries down there, they'd cross the border and uh, witnessing and reaching people uh, for Christ. Uh, and slides every uh, different place, every uh, different stop. Uh, one of the slides, and so the dad was the proudest. I think Shar was probably uh, the most embarrassed because one of the slides was when she was two or three years old, uh, standing up um, in the bathtub, um, and, and I always mix up, is it B-U-C-K naked, or is it B-U-T-T -T naked? 
Uh, either way, she was bold uh, when she was standing up in the bathtub uh, and Charles just turning all shades of red and the dad is so proud and just proud. And, uh, and why? Because the father loves his family. The father loves his family. It's his family growing up. It's his family that he loved. It's his family that has memories that he cares so much for. He loves his kids. He loves his family. Uh, and it's a little bit uh, about what God's doing here Boy, the memories, the memories, the memories, the, remem- the memories. And the father, the father remembers where they've been. Aren't you glad the father remembers where we've been? Well, we have a loving heavenly father. Uh, and so the dad's watching, remembering, reminiscing, slide, slide, slide. And, and I'll be honest with you. Um, I was waiting for my phone to ring so I could just take and texting and robocalls. I'll take it. Let's talk. Uh, I, I mean, I wasn't as dialed in, except for the bathroom. Anyway, I wasn't as dialed in. Uh, but the dad, I mean, he could have gone all day and all day and all day and all day. Am I lying, Char? I mean, just proud uh, as a peacock. Why? Because the father loves uh, his family uh, and, and, and dad, man, uh, engrossed, watching, loving on, reminiscing because of the love he has for the kids. Uh, How much more does our Heavenly Father love his kids? Uh, How much more does our Heavenly Father, here he is, his kids, uh, that that journey that they're on, uh, mentioning every stop, every stop, every stop, every stop, every stay, every stay, every stay. Hey, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface. Uh, Look at 23. And they went from Kiha Latha and pitched in Mount Shafer, uh, and they removed from the Mount Shafer and encamped in Haradah, and they removed from Haradah and pitched in Mechiloth, and they removed from Mechiloth and encamped at uh, Tehoth, and right now you're hoping a robocall comes your way. You're getting bored. Hey, not the father. Wait, not the father. The, ref- the father remembers every stop, every stay they had. Wait, his heart for his kids. The father loves his family. And they departed 27 from Tahoth and, and pitched at Tara, and they removed from Tara, pitched at Mithkah, and they removed from Mithkah and pitched at uh, Hashmonah, and they, de- and they uh, departed from Hashmonah and encamped at Maserah. Uh, right about now you're saying, enough, Pastor, I get it, enough, and, and enough, but, but the Father, the love that he has, by the memories, uh, the heart that he has, uh, remembering every stop, recording every single stay, and by the way, he was with them every step of the way. Stop after stay, after stop, after stay. 31, it continues. Uh, there's 40-plus stops, 40-plus stays. Uh, look at it. The father remembers where they've been. And they departed from Maseroth and pitched in Beni Jayakon. And they removed from, and, and I think that's a kind of Middle Eastern pronounce, I don't even know, but encamped at Hor uh, Higdad and 33. And they went from Hor Higdad and pitched in uh, Jothbathah, and they rode from Jothbathah and encamped at Ebronah, and they departed from Ebronah and encamped in Ezion Geber, and they removed from Ezion Geber, pitched in the wilderness Zen, which is, here's one we recognize, Kadesh, Kadesh. Kadesh Barnea, uh, and they removed from Kadesh, Kadesh Barnea, uh, and pitched in Mount Hor in the edge of the land of Edom. Well, each one of the places recorded by God, uh, each one of those places remembered by God, uh, and God told Moses, hey, write them down. Write them down. Every stop, every stay, boy, write them down. Uh, and it's almost, well, why would I write them down? Because I remember them. 
uh, reminiscing about them. Well, I'm a proud father. Now, I'm a proud father. And you say, well, is that even biblical? Uh, Hebrews says God's not ashamed to be called our God. Well, he's a proud dad. Uh, and Jesus isn't ashamed to call us brethren. Well, he's proud of his family. Uh, and he's going through those slides. Click. Uh, going through those slides. Click. Uh, going through those slides. Click. Uh, and Moses wrote, verse 2, recorded their goings out according to their journeys by the commandment of the Lord, uh, recording every stop, remembering every stay. The Father remembers where they've been. He remembers where they've been. You say, Pastor, uh, I, I think Brian Scott prayed that we would have something applicable uh, to take home. Uh, where's the application in this? Hey, listen, I've never been on a wilderness wandering over there. Uh, but if you follow my path, the journeys that I've been on, uh, you may not have ever even visited uh, over there that, that wanderings they had over there. Uh, but I promise you, your journeyings can feel like it's zigging and zagging and, uh, and zigging and zagging and staying here for a, a time and then there a longer time. And uh, maybe not even locationally, but I promise you, when it's uh, high school and then career and then uh, backing up and then changing and then uh, it may not even be locationally, but can I say this? Our Father remembers every single stop. Our Father records every single stay. It's encouraging to me that He not only remembers where we've been, He's led us every single step of the way, every single stop where we've been. And we remember. It's not like He's passively sitting back and and saying, okay, where did they stop? What's, what's that town there? Okay, let me write that down. I wonder where they're going to wander to next. And Oh, look, oh, they stopped there. What's that town? Let's make sure we record that town. No, it wasn't a passive recording of this. Remember the pillar of cloud that led them by day? And the pillar of fire that led them by night? But every single stop, every single stay, he was with them. He led them. He remembers them every stop, every stay along the way. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And I think the Spirit of God would say to our heart, everywhere you've been, I've been with you. Every chapter of your life, well, I led you there. I'm with you as you spend time there. It may not be a, a great celebratory place. It may be Mara. Uh, that, that may be where you're at, but, but don't forget, it's the pillar of cloud that led you there, that, that pillar of fire that led you there, that, that cloud to shade you from the sun at day, that fire to warm you at night, those cold nights of the desert along the way. The Father remembers where they've been. The Father remembers where they've been. Boy, he's engrossed. He's captured by. He wants us even to see how excited he is. And yeah, we may drift a little bit as dad is clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking and our mind's wandering. But I think God the Father wants us to see that, that he's a proud dad. Well, he loves us. He's, he's with us. He's led us. He's recorded every stop for us, Hebrews chapter 6, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. 
which ye have showed, uh, showed toward his name, and that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. God remembers every work, records every labor of love, rewards every act uh, of glorifying him that we've ever done. He remembers it all. I like the fact that Matthew says, if you give a a drink, even if it's a cup of cold water to a little one, uh, you're going to have a reward. Uh, You'll in no wise lose that reward. And so God remembers every stop. God uh, records every stay. And God rewards every single work that you've ever done. Occasionally I'll uh, see a a first-time visitor, and usually I'm uh, more adept at saying, um, now, uh, tell me your name again, and uh, just in case I'm, I'm uh, uh, yeah, I've been here five years, you should know my name by anyway, uh, but, but at, at times, in fact, um, uh, I had recently just, uh, tell me, tell me, and um, I'll usually ask, how did you hear about the church? Uh, and I know other staff members have had this, and uh, I've had it a couple of different times. How'd you hear about the church? Uh, and, and recently, you invited me to the church, Remember when you saw me here? You invited me to the church. Uh, even when I forget about a work I've done, God never forgets about a work we've done. I, I've had it one time uh, where the guy said, uh, you led me to the Lord, and I started going to this church over here 10 years later. Hey, I just wanted to stop by and say thank you for leading me to the Lord. God remembers every work. God records every stop, and God rewards Every act that's done in his name. Uh, God may say others may be bored about it. Uh, Others may be complacent and forget it, but I record it. I reward it every single stop, every single stay. Uh, I'll flip it. Um, Char visiting uh, my mom, who was a scrapbooker. Anybody scrapbook? in here. Is that what you call it when you scrapbook? You scrapbook. You take pictures and you put those little corners uh, and you put them in a book. Is anyone listening at all tonight? Anyway, uh, my mom was a scrapbooker, a scrapbooker, and, um, and, and I blushed several times. I was skinny as a rail in high school, a lot like I am. Anyway, uh, so uh, skinny as a rail, and there was this one picture of me playing tennis where, in fact, uh, my mom sent it on the 10th anniversary. They were doing a montage of pictures and sent it to one of the secretaries, and the secretaries, I don't even know what to do with this, but, you know, uh, short shorts. Remember the short shorts? I mean, they were short, 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 short. Uh, It it was like uh, white legs. It was like it was like I was riding a chicken, is what it looked like. Anyway, and so, uh, and, and Char seeing those, seeing those, and, and I'm embarrassed by those, and, and my mom is so proud of every newspaper clipping, uh, every single, and it was a small town, so there was newspaper clippings, there wasn't much going on. Uh, whether it was a sporting event or instrumental type uh, music stuff, every newspaper clipping, I mean, she was proud of every single one, proud, proud of every single picture, uh, every single one of those. Why, this is almost God scrapbooking. It's almost God reminiscing, loving on, having his heart blessed by. Our Father loves his family. Our Father loves his family. Boy, our Father loves his family. And so every stop along the way, every stay, boy, put that down, put that down, put that down, put that down. I'm recording every work, every single one remembering every act, every single one, 
uh, rewarding uh, every uh, work that's done in my name every single time you set up chairs, uh, every time you hand out a tract, uh, whether that person comes to church, gets saved or not, uh, every single work you do, God records it. God remembers it. And God rewards it. Our Father loves His family. Our Father loves His family. Uh, and so point number one, the, the Father uh, remembers uh, every, uh, where they've been. He remembers uh, everywhere they've been. Put down number two, uh, and here's what I really like. The Father not only uh, remembers everywhere they've been, number two, the Father forgets about their sin. The Father forgets or has forgotten about their sin. And you say, well, Pastor, uh, what are you talking about? In verse 3 through 4, they leave Egypt. Verse 5 through 8, they, they go to and through the Red Sea. Verse uh, 9 through 15, they go from uh, Mara to Mount Sinai. And then 16 to 36, they go from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea. Uh, remember when they were at Kadesh Barnea, they sent 12 spies, went, went to spy in Canaan. Ten were bad and two were good. Anybody remember that? Uh, 12 men, uh, I forget how the song goes. Anyway, uh, 10 of them came back and said, they're giants and cities walled up and uh, we're not going to be able to turn back. And they discouraged, those 10 men discouraged all the hearts of Israel. And of course, two of them said, uh, let's go up at once. Hey, God's called us. Let's do this thing. But uh, because they, they pulled up short, they disobeyed, they ended, ended up wandering for the next 38 and a half years. Wandering. Uh, wandering in the wilderness until that generation dies off, uh, until that younger generation of the umbrella of the parents, then they would be allowed to go in, plus Joshua, uh, plus, plus Caleb. Uh, but, but what's interesting, in verse 36, they get to Kadesh Barnea. Verse 37 again mentions Kadesh Barnea. Now, now listen, and I'll prove it to you. Uh, in verse 36, they get to Kadesh Barnea the first time, uh, and they turn back, they reject, they, they, they pull up short. In verse 37, they're at Kadesh Barnea the second time. Thirty-eight and a half years just vanish from 36 to 37. Thirty-eight and a half years just aren't recorded. Boy, it's missing something. Uh, and it, well, look at it, look at it. Uh, look at verse number 37. We've come this far. We might as well try to read the rest of the name. Look at 37. And they removed from, from Kadesh and pitched in Mount Hor in the, the edge of the land of Edom. And Aaron the priest, he died and was buried. Verse 40, King Adag knew they were coming, and so they made some adjustments. 41, and they departed from Mount Hor and pitched in Zalmanah. They departed from Zalmanah and pitched in Punan. They departed from Punan and pitched in Aboth. They departed from Aboth and pitched in a hard word to pronounce. Uh, and, and the border of Moab, and they departed uh, from uh, Em and pitched in Dibon Gad, and they departed from Dibon Gad and encamped in uh, Almon Diblothaim. Thank you, thank you. I, I nailed that one. Uh, and then uh, they departed from uh, Almon Diblothaim uh, and pitched in the mountain of Byram before Nebo, uh, and they departed from the mountains of Abiram and pitched in the plain Moab by Jordan near Jericho. And they pitched by Jordan, uh, and the Lord spake unto Moses 50 in the plain of Moab by Jordan near Jericho, saying, it's time to go in. Now, right up here. 
From verse 37 here to verse number 50, don't, don't mistake, don't misunderstand, that's not the stops they made in the 38 and a half years of wandering around the wilderness. Because the first year when they got to Kadesh Barnea the first time, there were 36 stops. Uh, now there's only nine stops. And what that is listing is the second time at Kadesh Barnea, the nine stops they made to get right across the Jordan, right across from Jericho. And so if you follow that path, that's the way the path should have been. But God not only remembers where they've been, uh, remember uh, and records uh, and rewards uh, what they've done, but he also forgets about their sin. He redacts it. He erases it. He doesn't record it. He forgets all about it. The Father forgets about uh, their sin. In between 36 and 37 uh, are 38 and a half years redacted, erased, not written down, uh, not recorded, omitted, not mentioned, left out. And, and so as just as deliberately and intentionally uh, as he records every single stop, every single stay, uh, as they're following God's will, uh, when they rebel and turn back, and because of their, their lack of faith, uh, they, they, they walk away, hey, God not only... Uh, remembers where they've been, he also forgets about their sin just as deliberately, just as intentionally, he decides, I'm not going to put that in. Well, I'm not going to write that down. I'm going to erase that from the record. I'm not going to highlight that. I'm not going to record that. Okay. How many in here, um, when your children were growing up, you would keep their test scores, a paper, boy, an A+, and you'd Put it on the refrigerator. Anyone in here do that? Uh, recently, um, we don't have kids in our house, but I have grandkids you may have heard about. Uh, Charlie uh, did some watercolor painting, um, uh, just a masterpiece, and I'm thinking about putting it up. Anyway, uh, auction. I, I took down um, Tommy Hunter used to pitch for the Orioles. His picture had to come down because Charlie's masterpiece went up in my office. Uh, and then she painted another one, and I think the next one that I uh, took down was Chris Davis. Should have taken him down a long time ago. Anyway, I uh, took him down and put up that masterpiece. I'm going to put those, ma hey, I'm proud of my, my grandkids. I'm, I'm proud of them. Uh, and for those tests that you, that you magnetize on the refrigerator, uh, I promise you as a proud mom and a proud dad, uh, you didn't put the F's or the D's uh, up on the refrigerator. Uh, hopefully you didn't. Uh, if you did, we need some parenting class. Anyway, uh, and so uh, you didn't highlight the failures and highlight, man, you blew it here, and highlight, you got an F here. No, what you highlight, that, that love, that heart, boy, you're so smart. You did such a great job, and that A+, plus, I want to put it up there so, so we see that, we remember that. Boy, I'm going to reward that. Well, our Heavenly Father here is doing that. Uh, the D's and the F's, he doesn't record the D's and the F's, he doesn't put on that refrigerator. Boy, he wants to make sure that he's highlighting. Okay, we used the illustration a couple of weeks ago uh, about uh, God's will. If you have a GPS, how, uh, it'll say, in one and a half miles, turn left on Sunshine Drive. In one mile, turn left on Sunshine Drive. Uh, in 100 feet, turn left on Sunshine Drive. 
100 feet ago, you should have turned left on Sunshine Drive. Uh, 200 feet ago, you should have turned left on Sunshine Drive. Hey, that's not what your GPS says. Recalculating what's the next best route. It's not constantly saying you blew it. You blew it. But you, you messed up. You missed it. You took the wrong turn. No, no, God's not doing that. In fact, here he's doing just the opposite of that. Uh, in verse 36, they get to Kadesh Barnea the first time. For 38 and a half years, they're, they're just wandering uh, aimlessly. They uh, are almost directionless. It, it, it's because of their sin, because of their rebellion, because they didn't follow uh, God's will, God's calling, God's command, God's leading. And so for 38 and a half years, they were purposeless in their life. And that was all between 36 and verse 37. Because God not only remembers where they've been, God also forgets about... Is, is anyone seeing that at all? Well, if that's not encouraging to you, I don't know what is. The Bema Seat judgment is a lot like that. Uh, we talk about, some have talked about, well, God's going to, you know, every single sin you've ever done, he's going to put it, the Bema Seat judgment and. Uh, you're going to uh, be judged, the Bema Seat ju Judge, the Bema Seat Judgment. No, you're misunderstanding what the Bema Seat Judgment is. Uh, my sin has already been judged at Calvary. At Calvary, my sin has been judged. Now, uh, in my life, my disobedience will be corrected, but it's not judged. It's corrected, but it's not judged. Uh, and in heaven, uh, it's not about my sin being judged. It already has been. It's not about my disobedience being corrected. Uh, it is so now. Uh, in heaven, it's my works that will be rewarded. Where the Bema Seat is derived from uh, the first, those Olympic games, the, those Greek-type uh, games, the crowning, the Stephanos, those crowns that they would give, uh, they wouldn't bring in the last place people and just boo them and jeer them. No, they would bring in the ones that won the race and reward them. Uh, and the crowns that we receive at the, the Bema Seat Judgment of Christ, our sins have already been judged. Uh, our sins have already been judged. If you don't get that, boy, if you get that, boy, it's God's grace, God's grace, where sin doth abound, grace doth much more abound. Uh, our sin is judged at Calvary. Uh, our disobedience is corrected in our life, but at that Bema Seed judgment of Christ, it's our works that are rewarded at Calvary. Uh, at Calvary, I was judged as a sinner. At, at the Bema Seat, I'll be rewarded as a servant. Uh, and so, verse 36, uh, uh, verse 36 uh, took one and a half years to get there, but in between 36, 37, 18 and a half years, God doesn't record that. Just as deliberately as he writes every one of those down, uh, just as deliberately, purposefully as he records uh, every one of those, 1 through 36, he just as deliberately and purposefully does not record or even remember the sins that we've done. Okay, Theologically, I'll give you a verse. Romans uh, verse 4, verse numbers, uh, chapter 4, verse 7. Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, past tense, and whose sins are covered, present tense. Uh, blessed are they whose sin, iniquities are forgiven, past tense, uh, and whose sins are covered. Uh, you ever go to a store with someone or 
uh, you're picking up, maybe snacks or something. And whatever, get whatever you want. I, I'll, I'll cover it. I'll cover it. Uh, get whatever you want. Don't worry about the price. Hey, I'll cover it. Uh, that's the, the feeling here. Uh, blessed are those, they whose iniquities are forgiven, past tense, whose sins are covered, present tense. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Future tense. Listen, when you're a child of God, when you're a child of God, we've already been, been judged as a sinner. Uh, my sins have already been judged uh, on that cross. Uh, now I'm treated as a, as a son, as a son. Disobedience, correction, uh, as a son. Uh, it's not judgment. You did, you deserve, you did, you deserve. Too many times our correction as parents um, isn't correction at all. It's judgment. You did, you deserved. You did, you deserved. No, the goal of correction is just that. Correction. Uh, and if it's the love of Christ that corrects me, praise the Lord for that. Uh, if it's the goodness of God that leads me to correction, praise the Lord for that. Uh, it's not you did, you deserve. Uh, no, uh, on the cross treated as a sinner, uh, in my life I'm treated as a son. Uh, and standing before the Bema seat judgment of Christ, uh, I'm treated as a, as a servant. Jeremiah 31, 34. I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. Okay, pray that in. Pray that in. Just kind of breathe that in tonight. Uh, let's say it together. Jeremiah 31, 34. I will forgive their iniquity, and here it is, and I will remember their sin no more. Well, he remembers our sin if you're a child of God. If you've been washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you've been born again, if you're saved, God says he takes our sins and casts them into the depths of the sea. And it doesn't say it, but I think he puts a no fishing sign up there. Uh, but anyway, uh, cast them into the depths of the sea. The Bible also says he puts them behind his back. Uh, he says as far as the east is from the west, so far has God removed our sin from us. Uh, and here's a great picture of this. Boy, he records every stop. He remembers every day, 1 to 36. But that 38 and a half years, it's kind of redacted. Uh, that 38 and a half years, it's omitted. Uh, that 38 and a half years, it's, it's just kind of, it's covered because our Father not only remembers where we've been, uh, our Father also forgets about our sin. Would anybody agree we have a fantastic Father? Boy, we have a loving Heavenly Father uh, I sure am glad. I, I sure am glad that he's my father. Put down number three. Number three. The father not only remembers where they've been, the father not only forgets about their sin. Put down number three. The father also sees before he leads them in. He sees before he leads them in. Look at verse number 50. We're trying to get through chapter 34 too, so anyway, let's hurry up. 50, and the Lord spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When you are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then shall ye drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you as if he knew the inhabitants of the land. And destroy all their pictures and destroy all their molten images and quite pluck down all their high places. It sounds like God's already been there. 
It sounds like God already knows all about there, as if there's nothing that's going to surprise him there, because he's already seen there. I like how that blurb in Joshua chapter 3, verse 4, when they quip, for we have not passed this way before, but God has. We've never crossed over into Canaan before, but God has. He's been there. But he knows what the future holds. He knows what 2023 holds. He knows what the next 10 years hold. He knows what retirement holds. He knows what that that future holds. The Father sees before He leads them in. I love Deuteronomy uh, chapter 1, verse number 30. I don't know that we, yeah, we do have that for you. The Lord your God which goeth before you. Aren't you glad He goes before us? Well, He's not pushing you into harm's way, He's leading every step of the way. Uh, The Lord your God which goeth before you, he sees before he leads them in. He shall fight for you according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes and in the wilderness when thou uh, hast seen how that the Lord thy God uh, bare thee as a man doth bear his son all the way that ye went until ye came into this place. Yet in this thing ye did not believe the Lord your God who went in the way before you while you paused, you pulled up short in your disbelief. You didn't go in before you to search you out a place to pitch your tent. He went before you uh, in fire by night to show you by by what way you should go and in a cloud by day. God's let let him speak to your heart and say, I remember where you've been, every single work, everything you've done. Uh, You may feel like you've been overlooked. You may feel like uh, you're missing a few pats on the back, a few shout-outs of of appreciation. Hey, not by God. God remembers every stop. God records every stay. He rewards you for everything that you've ever done. And he forgets about your sin. I'm so glad he forgets about our sin. But also, the Father sees before he leads us in. Hey, whatever you're walking into, new job, new career, uh, new relationship, uh, uh, a, a new year, uh, a new opportunity, Uh, Whatever that is, uh, he's already been there. He's already seen what lies ahead. Uh, The reason we can walk calmly through the storm is because we're walking with the Lord and because God's already there. He's already there. He knows what lies ahead. He's seen the path to take. Uh, Let me give you the fourth one and then we're done. Uh, The Father remembers where they've been. uh, Some 40 plus Uh, stops some 40 plus stays records them remembers them and is going to reward them Uh, but then uh, that 38 and a half years of uh, rebellion and just waiting for them to die out and uh, it's redacted it's omitted it's it's covered by god's grace it's it's not there 36 to 37 boy it's in between there 38 that's a big in between right there Uh, 38 and a half years in between there but then also uh, the father sees before he leads them in but Uh, Lastly, ultimately, the Father leaves it up to them. The Father leaves it up to them. He doesn't force uh, them one step beyond their free will. He he doesn't force them one step beyond their free will. In fact, uh, Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, well, it would have been easy for God to just go ahead and push them in. Push them in. Uh, No, ultimately, the choice is up to you to follow the Lord Uh, Cadus Barnea, that first time, the choice was up to them. In fact, uh, when they saw uh, Rahab 
the second time. Uh, and she was telling them and, and hiding them and uh, sending a couple spies there uh, to just kind of get a lay of the land before they go in. Uh, she said, uh, when you guys crossed the Red Sea, uh, we heard about that and all of our hearts melted within us. Well, you could have gone over then, won the victory then. You didn't have to wander for 38 and a half years outside of God's leadership, outside of God's direction. Hey, you could have went in then. And so ultimately, the Father leaves it up to them. Look at verse number 1 of chapter 34, uh, and we'll come back and, and look at some of this. But, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, verse 2, Command the children of Israel and say unto them, When ye come into the land of Canaan, this is the land that ye shall, uh, that shall fall unto you for an inheritance. They're gonna, it's just going to fall to you. Even the land of uh, Canaan with the coast thereof. Then your south quarter shall be from the wilderness of Zen along the coast of Edom. Your south border shall be the outmost coast of the Salt Sea eastward. And your border shall uh, turn from the south to the uh, ascent of uh, Akrabim and pass uh, on in Zen and go forth. Therefore, uh, shall be shall be uh, from the south of Kadesh Barnea and shall uh, go on on to uh, Hazar Adar and pass to uh, Asmon and and just describing the lands, describing the lands, the borders. Uh, and it shall be at the sea at uh, and, uh, and as for the western border, ye shall even have uh, the great sea for a border. This shall be your your west border, and this shall be your north border from the great sea. Ye shall uh, ye shall uh, point out for you Mount Hor from Mount Hor. Ye shall point out your border border under the entrance of Hamath, and you're going forth to the border shall be to uh, Zedad, and the border shall go from uh, Ziphron, the going out it shall be, to Hazraenon, and uh, this shall be your north border, and this border, and that border, and your north and your south border, and let me say this, uh, it's a lot more land than Israel possesses now. It's a whole lot more land than Israel possesses now, uh, and uh, it's a whole lot more land that Israel will possess someday, uh, uh, that, than Israel possesses now. But, but let me say this, uh, there was a couple times where they pulled up short, uh, where they didn't take the land, uh, where they didn't, by faith, exercise the boundaries that they should have uh, taken. They pulled up short, they pulled up short, they pulled up short. And he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask and above all that we think. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all of that, but far too many times we pull up short. Uh, we don't, we don't uh, exercise those opportunities, that, that call of God on our life. Uh, and he does leave the choice uh, up to us. But the Father loves his family. Uh, chapter 33 may be one of my favorite chapters in all of the Bible uh, because the Father remembers every stop, every stay, Every work, he records it uh, and he rewards it. But also, he intentionally forgets, chooses not to remember, chooses to erase, uh, to where when we stand in the, in the presence of God, he sees us by way of the blood of Jesus Christ, spotless, uh, and, and not that we are, but our sacrifice. Okay, how did he put it? Um, he who knew no sin was made to be sin for us that we might be made the what the the righteousness of God in him when he looks at us he sees the righteousness of God and that's where the challenge was with Israel for they being ignorant of God's righteousness 
and going about to establish their own righteousness. Have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness. It's not about rules. It's not about law. You did, you deserve. You did, you deserve. That judgment. For Christ is the end of, end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. And it's not, hey, look what I've done. It's the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And so on the cross, every bad thought I ever had, every wrong word I ever said, uh, every wrong direction I ever went, Christ paid for that. It was placed on his record. And at salvation, every right thought he ever had, every right word he ever said, Every right direction he ever walked was placed on my record. Boy, it's the substitutionary death of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I'm glad he's my Father, God, and I'm glad the Lord Jesus Christ is my Savior. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.